0: Welcome to the Science Podcast, where we discuss topics related to science in an attempt to generate an interest in people to get involved in science. Hello everyone, I'm your host Abbas Dalvi and I'm here with my friend Mustafa. Today we're going to talk about space and human exploration. Uh, Hi everyone. So Abbas, what interested you the most about space? Did you
1: always wanted to become an astronaut since you were a kid?
0: Yeah, like most of the kids, I always wanted to become an astronaut. But uh, honestly, I didn't know how to become an astronaut, like what to study and how to enroll in the programs and stuff. But I guess it was because of the lack of knowledge in our society, I should say. But uh, yeah, if you like read about science fiction and space, it's very fascinating how it indulges in you and how you it molds you actually because the topic is very interesting and i don't think so if any uh, if anyone who has read about space like in their childhood didn't want to become an astronaut even if we talk about interest in space i always wanted to gift myself an expensive telescope to stargaze and stuff and i don't know it may come out as morbid but my that de- my death wish is actually that i get into a space suit blast off in a rocket and one last time i see the earth from the above then i go into the interstellar space it's okay if, if the government doesn't bring me back i just want to look at the earth one time from the above and go into the interstellar space yeah so anyway Apart from that, did you watch any space-related movies growing up? Yeah, I mean, who didn't? They are fascinating.
1: To be very honest, uh, I did watch one movie that I really liked. So, uh, <laughs> it's where a spaceship lands on a mountain and they leave behind one alien and the whole movie
0: is based <laughs> on how the humans helped him to get back to the spaceship. You are definitely talking about Koe Mil I'm actually asking if you saw movies like Interstellar, then Martian, gravity star trek star wars where they show the outer space and the conditions and the silence which people like love to see in the movie and they are very fascinated by i'm asking about that not some bollywood shit like Mil milia so no offense but yeah that movie was definitely shit Okay, first
1: of all, do you believe that there are aliens and Rithik Roshan is amazing?
0: <laughs> yeah, like uh, if you look at uh, the Fermi paradox, uh, let me explain what Fermi paradox is. We live in, like we live on Earth on solar, in solar system which revolves around the sun. So the Fermi paradox explains that there are billions of suns in the universe and in many of them, there must be some planet revolving around those sun which have habitable conditions like us. So, with that probability, I guess, yeah, aliens do exist.
1: Uh, Well, there is this person named Bob Lazar, I... I hope you might have heard of him. Yeah, so yeah, a documentary I, on yeah I saw, saw his documentary. That is completely mind-boggling. I mean, we were talking about telescopes earlier, but have you ever have gone for stargazing and watched the constellations? Yeah, I've
0: gone for stargazing many times. The funny thing is, when the constellations were made, they were like in the Greek times when they were made, the star positions were different. As we know, the universe is expanding. So now... If we look at the constellation, they don't look the same. Like if you see Orion today, that's the only constellation, I guess, which you can recognize by the naked eye. But if you see Leo, Virgo, Sagittarius or anything, it won't look the same. You have to stretch it out on paper and then make sense of it and everything. Uh, It's of course because of the expansion. And I'll tell you a fact. Uh, the night sky which we see is the only human experience shared by every human on earth like any human at any position staring at a night sky is the exactly same like there must be change of hemisphere and everything but you look at the same thing in general so that's what i guess it's fascinating to know about
1: wow that's really, really fascinating So, uh, I think we were talking about uh, space and exploration earlier. So, I wanted to know some of the people that are doing really well on it. What exactly is your take on Elon Musk? I mean,
0: should we be nuking Mars? Yeah, I mean, I like him because he is doing what was once thought impossible. Like, I remember my professor came into my 12th grade class once and he spoke about space uh, space technology and rocket technology it is very expensive he was like if you bring back the rocket you will become the richest person on the earth because it is very expensive and earlier we used to send the rockets and to send the modules into space we need needed boosters and then the boosters were be- becoming space debris we couldn't get them back what spacex did is they now bring back the boosters which save millions and millions of dollars at one launch so yeah it is a good like it is a very good technology if we say so and about nuking mars see the theory is if we once mars was habitable like our planet so if we nuke mars at the poles it will create a greenhouse effect and in some years it will be habitable like earth due to the greenhouse effect it will have environment and stuff but people they listen to these interviews and everything and they think we should nuke mars the first thing is we don't have international laws which will prevent further crimes like uh, no one can just go and nuke some other other planet just for making a civilization there the first thing we need proper laws to be made in order to take a step further in this and second thing people think it will only take 5 to 10 to 15 years to make the planet habitable it's not like that even if you nuke mars now it will at least take more than 100 years to make the planet habitable so the fastest way is also the slowest way for us because the fastest way is like 100 more than 100 years away so yeah so and the another way is to live in pods and everything which is very expensive okay talk about ethics so
1: uh actually you know what the, i heard that a private company called mars one is selecting candidates to go to a one-way trip to mars so like you mentioned earlier you always were interested in going to space so would you be interested in going to mars and
0: not coming back <laughs> see i would be interested in traveling to mars but you have to look through the journey it will be like more than 2 years of a journey where you can't come back and you will be sitting into a rocket and everything and the anticipation the risk and also the training which goes into becoming an astronaut an astronaut is very hard so you have to keep that in mind but if a superior technology will be in like development where we can reach Mars or moon or the ISS in lesser time with less risk, then of course, I don't know about risk. Like we have to take risk, but in lesser time, then I would definitely try. But the Mars mission, which you are talking about the private company, I don't think so. I'll be participating in that because they are going with the same technology that exists now which will take them more than one and a half year to reach there and then after reaching there they have to put up supplies and everything so i don't know i'll be interested or not but let's see
1: well that sounds really really fascinating i think so what is this what is the take on indian space agency like uh, do you think they are making enough progress
0: of course, it's in great development, like if you see our Mars mission, the Mangalyaan, it was done le- for less amount of money for which the movie Gravity was made. And in this scientific community, it's a huge achievement because eventually what we need, we need a cheaper space travel. And if you look at the technology that we have now, it is chemical based. And it is very expensive. That's where the SpaceX, the whole SpaceX thing, comes into picture because SpaceX is saving money and resources. That's why they are in like they are in the top because they are saving their money and resources. So yeah, we need a cheaper space travel. So that's why Indian space agency like Disro is making good progress, and I hope they make good, like more progress in the field of like manned missions because you know we haven't done any manned missions so we should accelerate in that too
1: <laughs> so well uh you know space has this unifying factor towards the human race that unites <coughs> the countries like if you consider countries from different um different ideologies let's say the us and uh russia they would never collaborate in anything but when it
0: comes to space no one wants to be left out see the reason for that is shared information is better than spying on each other like if you don't share your information you have to spy on the other government agencies that's why they collaborate and if you look at ISS, Hubble telescope and many different things which we have sent in space many nations have collaborated and put in effort towards space travel because the story always amuses me about the space race because when Germany developed the V2 rocket, it was meant to be blasted off to US. But instead what they did is they just stood it up straight and sent it into space. That's where the space has started. And since then look at where we have come now, what have we developed and how many adma- advancement we have made in the field of space technology and the people like the governments and the private companies collaborating and of course this is the reason why there is like a unifying factor and there are reports where the astronauts who come back from the international space station they are left with this cosmic experience because when they are in space and they look down to earth they see that there are no borders no governments no politics nothing And they think that we are all equal and we are at war with each other, but what if some super intelligence invade, then we are left on our own. So we have to collaborate and we have to be there for each other to look out. Also, there are people who say that why are we spending so much on space technology and space industry and everything. You know, our space budget is less than our military budget. And if you look at space development, space industry development, many technologies, many day-to-day things which we use have developed from the space technology which was meant for the astronauts or the international space station or anything like something as basic as tank powder which is used to like dissolve in water and we we drink it it was first made for the astronauts to be used on the space missions and if you see cat scan mri scan lasik surgery and heat heat blankets there are many things which we use today to make our lives better which were first developed due to the space technology so i guess we can't deny that space hasn't done anything to us like for development it has done many things and this is a very vast topic to talk about i mean it will take hours and hours but i guess we just wanted to give an idea about what space like the developments and everything about space and human exploration till now and i think we have covered everything we wanted to so we'll see you guys next week with another interesting topic till then take care thank you everyone for listening to the podcast make sure to subscribe and share this with your friends and followers on social media if you have any questions ideas or want to collaborate with me you can drop a mail by using the link in the description I'll see you next week with another exciting podcast. Till then, keep exploring and take care.